I think the thing that you, you mentioned just a second ago is, is just so right. And that is marketing is ruining security. Right? <laughs> like It is just when actually you come up with a really concise way of explaining a security framework or a security issue. It ends up becoming some buzzword that everyone uses, everyone misuses. And it ends up getting to the stage where you're like, you're trying to find like other ways of phrasing it because people are absolutely immune to hearing that term being used and like that's such a problem <laughs> yeah. the, 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 and i love what you said there about marketing ruining cyber ruining cyber security it does. So, um uh, i i've been in, in cyber security for for close to 15 years and the marketing hype that i've seen evolve over the past mm. 15 years um to me is nothing short of disgraceful <laughs> like the, the the marketers run the industry and yeah. uh again not to disparage all marketers many of them do good work but uh unfortunately most uh, many of them uh don't you know we're still stuck in that uh you know, let's throw all these bu fancy buzzwords let's still stick with the fear uncertainty and doubt right, let's still right. stick with all these old school marketing techniques um about just uh trying to just scare the pants off people and overload them with all these fancy tech terms. Um, and for what? Again, a AI, machine learning, zero <laughs> trust. When you go back over the past 15 years, all these stupid yeah. buzzwords, which yeah. have started out with being something very important, they end up, they end up losing their value. And that's after your original question about zero trust. I think we're on the brink there. Zero trust losing the value there and just becoming another glorified marketing term. That's that's right, and you know, and I think uh, ultimately that, uh, and I, I'm not meaning to disparage uh, marketeers, but it really makes the entire dynamic between security vendors and security professionals really dysfunctional because you end up with this position where you just kind of can't cut through the noise. How do you know what's actually what's whether that yeah. solution is genuinely going to offer value? How do you know that they just jumped on the back of a trend that they've seen being used a lot just so they can cash in on it? It's like it's really really difficult for them to cut through the noise well, well it, and, and you know even even for for people who've been in the industry i hear this from a lot of my, my peers and colleagues as well and i find this myself as well yeah when I, if i look at a bunch of different vendors trying to cut through the hype uh is very hard you know you, Absolutely. you you used to be able to do that you used to be able to tell who was a pretender who was full of it and who was actually good right. now it's like i don't know you know and, right. and, then, and then if you think about you know People who are not, who haven't been in the industry as long as you and I, and people who are maybe just IT managers uh, who don't, you know, really know cybersecurity and are having to make these types of decisions. How the hell are they making these Absolutely. decisions? Absolutely. Know? And it, it's 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 damaging the industry as a whole, and that's why yeah. you know, it, it, to me, it, it's it sows seeds of distrust um, because people buy these things, and you know, they find out. Hmm, crap didn't, didn't, didn't do anything <laughs> uh, and and that is so true and that's one of the things that i i feel there are so many vanity projects there are so many times when someone's bought security because yeah. they like the look they like and it looked great in the pac it worked brilliant when they evaluate <laughs> actually when they went to actually put it into practice and get value like oh it was just painted a pretty color and i'm like no like you know it's like we've got to make sure that when we're picking security when we're doing things that we're really thinking about what's the outcome here it has to be based on outcome not based on yes. the fancy pretty colors but it's difficult because that isn't the way that people are <laughs> you know that's people do what they they know they do what feels right yeah. and sometimes that's 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 not the right thing to do <laughs> it's about no. outcome 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, and we, uh, one of the things which I, I still find so prevalent, and even more so now, yeah. uh, is the silver bullet syndrome, <laughs> in, which, in which you you still have, again, it's not necessarily the marketers, but now you have yeah. the salespeople yeah. of these security vendors, right. which, again, they're, they're trying, in particular, they're, t- they're taking advantage of non-technical people. Right. Uh, we had a, um, a small, mid-sized uh, a business uh, client uh, where we went we went in and became our client and we noticed that they had this state of the art, I won't mention what vendor it was, a state of the art sim. Again, this this is for a 150 person company. Prime example, boy. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and they told me that they, they had spent like six figures on, on this thing. They said, you know what, uh, the sales uh, person said that this is would solve all our security problems, that we just need to install it and we would need to, not to worry about anything again. I was like, wow, you guys <laughs> you know, were just sold a, a, a bag of goods and then I said, you mind if I actually look at the at this sim you know was was it set up the guy said well no we just plug and play i was like okay <laughs> so mm-hmm. went to went to look at it uh and this was a company that still you know had a internal uh, server room and we looked at it it was racked but it wasn't even powered on so they were under the impression again false sense of security that this thing was operating and taking care of all you know the security dangers and threats the thing wasn't even powered on, and it had been that they'd been paying for that for two years. Nice. I was like, "Wow, wow!" And um, you know, and, and again, it's as much as you want to say to the to the to the uh, small mid-sized organization, "How could you be so stupid?" That's not who's at fault. Mm-hmm. What's at fault, and where again, this is a systemic problem, is that you have security vendors and security salespeople who are taking advantage of uninformed buyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I find is wrong. They should not be it's doing right. that. You can, how, how can someone in good conscience say to someone who doesn't know any better, oh, this will solve all your security problems. Just sign here on the dotted X kind of thing. Like that's wrong. And that's a it shame that wrong. that happens in the industry. I think the best that we can hope there is because they've put, because that vendor, and it happens too often, puts so little emphasis on the outcome for the customer. Like, they're not going to get when that comes around to getting renewed. When they have to, they they're not going to get it. I mean, that's the best oh, that we they will not true. survive. And yeah. hopefully, it will end up weeding them out eventually. And I think to a certain extent, we in we sort of take Sim as an example. I think that a lot of organisations have uh, have deployed Sim poorly, and they've struggled to get the results that they wanted out of it. And sometimes it's down to the vendor. Sometimes it's down to just um, just poor strategy. And, but, and, and you know they kind of think as you rightly say i'm going to buy this bit of kit and it's going to give me all this value but oh now what do i do it's pumping out all this stuff what am i going to do with this information and it's and i think that that's far too often what happens as well when i think about the same and i think that really the, i think a lot of these vendors should put much more of a focus on outcome like what is the value this is delivering is this delivering real actual pro, pro, like fixing real yeah. problems or does it just look pretty and blink a lot <laughs> you know and, and and that's to to your point there about knowing about value knowing yeah. about outcomes and saying yeah. what problems are we actually addressing here you know and uh, uh yeah. rather than rather than leading with a, a solution first it's like yeah. no let, let's define Outcome. the problems right let's Absolutely. define the outcomes and then map that to capabilities yeah map those capabilities to potential vendors or products or platforms that can yeah. help fulfill those capabilities. And uh, that to me is the type of legwork that the vendors should be demonstrating Absolutely. or should be doing rather yeah. than leading with a solution. 
Yeah. So, well, um, well I, I saw someone, some vendors marketing the other day, his name shall remain nameless. And uh, it was uh, one single click solution to GDPR compliance. And I'm like, Chrissy. <laughs> one click. Oh, wow. How can one big button in the middle of the screen. I press it and I've got it done, sorted. That's like, that's not right, is it? Yeah. That sounds too good to be true, eh? <laughs> um, exactly. So, one thing, that, you know, I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I think that we've really, really got to fix in this industry is we've got to make the relationship between vendors and, and end users much more functional. And we actually, um, we attended a, um, it was like a summit the other day for one of our, our larger customers and it was brilliant so what it was is it was a summit to bring together all of their third-party suppliers and their vendors together and talk about what their security strategy was and what they were aiming for as an organization with all of their security vendors together and it was such a good exercise and it was so transparent and yeah. that's what I'd love to see more companies doing that and having that level of transparency with their suppliers and their vendors so so it, it's much easier to say well actually I understand how we can become partners with that customer to be more effective and help them be more effective and actually build a better relationship with the customer i'd love to see more companies do that is that something you've seen much before is this one of the very few times i've it, seen it yeah it, it, it's uh, it's not as common as it should be let's put it that no, way you know and I, I would say we're, we're we're still stuck um in this mindset and i think this is primarily because a lot of these security vendors are publicly traded organizations in which right. it's all about these quarterly results <laughs> you know it's always yep. about it's and again, it promotes that short-term thinking. Yes. Uh, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, in terms of the long run, doesn't matter because all these yeah. salespeople they end up going to other organizations. You know, That's it's the, two years it's, off. Yeah, yeah it, 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 exactly. Anything yeah. Uh, past eighteen months is might as well be a century kind of thing. That's so, right. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think that the environment is still promoting that short-term thinking, and that's yeah. not good. You know, because if we we should be taking what you're saying there to me, good qualities, transparency long-term thinking uh things that are mutually beneficial you know it's not just yeah. a zero-sum game where only you know the security vendor wins because they made the sale and the person right. the company that bought it you know is yeah. you know, out of luck because they're now stuck with a paperweight kind of thing so right, there's, right, a, right. there's a lot of i think there are some that do that uh but um they're not as common as they should be